This podcast brought to you by Earthlink. It's Friday, February 17th, 2006. I'm Tom Merritt, author of CNET's The Real Deal. And I'm Veronica Belmont, the podcast producer. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, our podcast of indeterminate length, episode 169. I, You know what? When Molly gets back, she's going to have to learn how to put the episode numbers in. Ah, We've we've really done a lot of changing while we've she's been gone. We've gotten a lot accomplished week. while we've she's been gone. We've reorganized everything, rewallpapered the rooms. Not even going to recognize the place. <laughs> nope. Uh, she should be back on Tuesday. I think. I think she's still out on Monday. And none of us will be here on Monday. That's right. None of us because it's President's Day. Yay! In honor for of Rutherford B. Hayes. Oh, aren't you just an encyclopedia? James K. Polk. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, why is it always Washington and Lincoln? Let's honor some of the Millard Fillmores of the world, shall we? Oh, my God. Uh, if you are missing Molly, though, you can get a brand new episode of the Buzz Report video. It is up on CNET.com streaming today. We'll include a link to that in the newsletter, and then it will be available for download through iTunes on Monday. Or Tuesday. Or Tuesday. <laughs> I guess. I'm yeah. not coming in You're to update the Buzz Report video. Sorry. <laughs> As much as I love the Buzz Report. Well, because you love the presidents, you will honor them by not exactly. coming in on Monday. Exactly. And uh, also, I have to say that the thumbnail for this week's Buzz Report video <laughs> is probably by far the best thumbnail ever made. Even if you don't want to watch the video, just go to see the su- thumbnail because yeah. it's hilarious. It's awesome. Chris Pavey, the uh, composer of the Buzz Out Loud music that you mm-hmm. hear at the beginning of every podcast, created that <laughs> thumbnail. Fantastic. It's, it's worth a look. All right, let's get into it. Second Mac OS X virus found. <sighs> they're not really viruses. Yeah, they're not. Right? Everybody's, you know, it's that thing like hacker, right? A hacker is just somebody who likes to play around with code, but it's become used in general for anybody, whether you're a malicious cracker or just a hacker. And the same thing the for cr- virus. The crackers get offended when you call them hackers. Oh, yeah, I get offended. I'm a cracker. I'm not that kind <laughs> of cracker. I mean, I'm from the... the Anyway, just drop it. Um, <laughs> I'm going to get myself in trouble. Uh, the uh, the viruses are not viruses. Right. But they're throwing that term around. This one, I don't even know. I think this one is a worm. It's called Inktana, and it spreads primarily using Bluetooth. And Robert Famosi here at CNET blogged about it and thinks that it is, in fact, less of a threat than Leap, which is the one from yesterday. Which I thought yesterday's was Oompa Loompa. I, I thought it was Oompa Loompa, but too. But maybe Robert's just too sophisticated to call it Oompa Loompa. I think it's way more I, fun to call I, it Oompa Loompa. called it Leap. And that one was a Trojan horse, right? Yeah, that was a Trojan horse. And Inktana is, in fact, a worm. So, uh, yeah. Different. And the thing is, none of these are, are really bad. No. Uh, no need to get up in arms. Rob gave the Leap virus a 4 out of 10. The Leap worm a 4 out of 10. That's not very bad at all, actually. Nah, not at all. And um, just so people know, Macintels are not susceptible to these. That's ironic, is it not? Yes. That's funny. <laughs> so uh, if you have a new MacBook Pro or something, uh, I have heard that you are not in danger. Kevin, a.k.a. MacHugger, posted an interesting thing in the forums about uh, hackers trying to get it. Crackers trying to get <laughs> into Apple's. Apparently, there's a poem embedded deep into the Mac OS as they anticipated that people would try to crack it to run on PCs. So this is part of uh, cracking the operating system to make it run on an Intel platform. It says, quote, Your karma check for today. There once was a user that whined his existing OS was so blind, he'd do better to pirate an OS that ran great but found his hardware declined. Please don't steal Mac OS. Really, that's way uncool. Copyright Apple Computer. <laughs> Who says they don't have a sense of humor? Uh, they don't have a sense of poetry because that's a pretty, yeah, no, <laughs> that's a pretty horrible. Uh, since when does great limerick. rhyme with? If you say pirate, yeah, <laughs> is that the French pronunciation? That's like saying executable. 
Uh, we'll get ap- to that later. Poetic broadsides are not Apple's forte. No. Forte. See, I can't pronounce <laughs> anything. It's Friday. We're allowed. Uh, more Apple news. OS X86 forums appear to be closed because of the yes. DMCA, but we can't find any uh, information right. on who served them. I saw this on the unofficial Apple weblog, and there- they said that... Um, that the forums were shut down by the DMCA, but like like you said, I don't really see any. Um, it says, "Welcome. We're sorry to report that, despite our best efforts, the uh, OS eighty six project has been served with a DMCA violation notice. The forum will be unavailable while we evaluate its contents to remove any violations present. We thank you for your patience in this matter." And of course, being served under a DMCA notice is very scary because the provisions are so vague and so widespread that a lot of people just find it easier not to deal with it than to actually fight it, even if they may be not in violation of the DMCA. Right. So this is really too bad, though. And yeah, we want to know, did Apple serve them this notice? I mean, it would seem like it would only be Apple that would have an interest in serving this. Mm. I guess it could be the hardware makers, but uh, who else would be having an interest in serving them a DMCA notice? I don't know. So if anyone knows um, where, you know, where to find this information... Pass it along, because I'm curious. All right, when we come back, a little equal time for Microsoft Windows viruses. We'll talk about Sony's CEO getting demoted and Homeland Security outlawing rootkits. Do you believe anything is possible? At Earthlink, we do. We believe the same company that delivers your lightning-fast DSL connection can deliver your home phone service and wireless service, too. One company for all your communication needs. Visit earthlink.net and start believing today. Earthlink. We revolve around you. So, yes, all of you Apple fans, that includes you, Veronica. Uh, Don't see, you just snarled at me. There have been, <laughs> Did I really? Yes. Wow. I didn't realize it. Uh, there have been 10 or so Microsoft <laughs> viruses and flaws this week versus Apple's two. Uh, and in fact, uh-huh. two examples of computer code that exploit a flaw in Windows Media Player have become available only days after Microsoft <laughs> released a patch to fix the bug. Uh, this, according to News.com, there's a proof of concept exploit that takes advantage of a flaw in the Media Player that was posted on the web over the past couple of days. The flaw rated critical by Microsoft could wow. enable an attacker to seize control of a vulnerable computer system. Whew. It's usually a sign that actual attacks are not far off when a proof of concept code is published. So. Like, see, we can do it. See? Uh, Microsoft urged people to patch their systems as soon as possible. Well, there you go. That's all That's I got all to say about that. Say? <laughs> all right. This equal time brought to you. Uh, Sony BMG CEO has been demoted. Talk about karma. Sorry, dude. Yeah, speaking of karma, uh, Mr. Uh, what was his name? Andrew Lack. Ah, that's fitting. Saw this posted on Boing Boing. There's an AP story about it. Sony BMG has named a new CEO, Rolf Schmidtholz. Okay. Is the new CEO that replaces Andrew Lacking. I mean, Andrew Lack. He is under fire, not only because of the Sony rootkit, obviously, but also for paying artists too much, which I find ironic. Huh. One of the other uh, one of the other problems is apparently the sky spiraling uh, artist fees that are being paid. Interesting. I didn't know that part. Uh, Rolf Schmidtholz, who had been chairman, is mm-hmm. replacing Lack, who becomes the chairman of the board. So they're really just swapping places. This seems to me to be a little bit of fud. Uh, this got to be. This like, got to be some kind of little major, shell game. Major, uh, you know, money issued though. You know, he's probably making a lot less now. There's got to be some kind of 
Lack will still lead the company's public policy and industry initiatives, though. So this is a shell game. It's just swapping places, putting one guy in a chairman position, another guy in a CEO, just swapping their positions so they could say, hey, we did something. Yeah. That's my very back-of-the-envelope business analysis of that situation. Punishment. That was a word I couldn't think of. Punishment, punishment is the word you couldn't There's got to be of? some kind of punishment. It's Friday. I'm sorry. I've only had one cup well, of coffee. Well, it's not a bunch of punishment if you become chairman. Yeah, but I'm, what I'm saying is he's probably making less money. You think? I, I don't know. That. I really do. Well, why else would they swap positions? So that they can say, they did, say they, did they did something. Just say that they did something? Yeah. I guess. And the chairman probably has a little bit less direct control than a CEO. I don't know. I think you should make less money. I think Veronica should be chairman of CEO. I think I should take a nap. <laughs> and that's why you should be in charge of a multi-million dollar company. Exactly. Homeland Security officials suggest that maybe rootkits ought to be outlawed thanks to Sony. Uh, this quote from Jonathan Frankel, director of law enforcement policy at the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. He was giving a speech at the RSA conference down in San Jose. He said, the recent Sony experience shows us that we need to be thinking about how we ensure that customers are not surprised by what their software programs do. Oh, yeah. Duh. Yeah. Let's just get into the whole DRM thing. Maybe this is the thin edge of the wedge on getting uh, some reasonable evaluations of digital rights management. Mm -hmm. I doubt it, but it could happen. I mean, when the Department of Homeland Security is on the right side of the issue saying, you know what, maybe we should just ban rootkits. Although I guess if you ban rootkits, then only criminals will have rootkits. <laughs> but at least Sony won't be putting them on the CDs you buy off the shelf at the store. Exactly. All right. And now um, this next one. So myspace.com turning into a giant evil Katamari ball that's sucking up the universe. <laughs> uh, best headline of the day. Yeah. So I came what, up with that what, one myself. Too. What, is, what is this about? Because now there's going to be cell phones made. And these cell phones are going to make it so that you can go onto MySpace and share text and pictures and talk to people on your profile. It's just, oh, man, you can't get away from it. It's everywhere. So um, what's the company that's making it? Helio. Helio. A wireless carrier. Is making two new cell phones that will be MySpace compatible. Yay. So, like we need people walking around on MySpace now and not just at their now, computers. It's a Korean company. That's doing this. So will this be available in the U.S.? I would assume so. I, it's got to be. Yeah. It's got to be. I don't know when, but. Well, in, it says in Korea, where Helio partner SK Telecom operates the nation's most popular wireless network, customers are accustomed to watching live television on their cell phones. So it may start in Korea. Okay. So you may be able to avoid it for a for little, a while, little while, while longer. But you know, Thank you God. don't have to be a member of MySpace. Yes, you do. <laughs> My wife isn't. Oh. I, I have like two friends. I shouldn't say anything. Yeah, let's I have not no, talk about this. I, I am even... not on MySpace. <laughs> that reminds me of a thread I saw in the forums. Anyway, uh, also on Boing Boing today, NBC has asked YouTube to remove the Lazy Sunday video, uh, which is the rap about Chronicles of Narnia. You may know it as Chronic Whatcles of Narnia. They've asked <laughs> YouTube to remove it. Now, this is interesting because it's months and months after this thing has right. been huge. Obviously, NBC could have come along at any time and said, hey, you know what? We need you to remove this. But they waited until now, until the craze is kind of over. Yeah, totally. Because you know, it's still good promotion for them. And yeah. people were still buying it on iTunes. Also, according to the Boing Boing posting, uh, one of their readers said that he found it ironic that NBC is now charging a buck ninety nine for the video at iTunes when it was free a few months ago. Was free where? On iTunes? You could get it for, yeah, I got it for free on I iTunes. I didn't. I paid for it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I totally downloaded it for free, like in early January. Actually, end of December. 
Because really? I remember oh, standing I in line uh, for the airline at CES, mm-hmm. and I had it to show somebody on my iPod. Oh, man. Yeah, I was behind the times on this one, I now guess. Now they charge a buck ninety nine because one of the problems, NBC says, well, you can watch it at our website. Go to NBC.com, but you can only watch it if you're a Windows user. If you're an Apple or a Linux user, oh, it doesn't work. And my first reaction was, well, you can get it for free on iTunes. I didn't realize they'd actually started yeah, charging I, for I that. paid for it. I don't know why I paid for it, but I did. It just seems really stupid. If I'm NBC, the buzz is off of this thing. And why would you go into YouTube now? Why yeah. wouldn't you have gone back when it was you know, a huge craze? Obviously, they didn't because either they didn't have their act together or they knew that this was a good thing for them to have it become a big viral hit. Because part of the way, the first time I saw it was on YouTube. Hmm. I didn't see it on Saturday Night Live, and it was before they added it to iTunes. Right. So that's how I found out about it. Interesting. I like this quote at the bottom of the article. NBC, you can't have your cupcake and eat it too. Ha ha. Magnolia does have very good cupcakes, though. That is not crazy delicious, NBC. (laughs) Also, uh, no word on whether the West Coast response to Lazy Sunday, Lazy Monday, will be removed, but I kind of hope it I kind of hope it is. (laughs) It's not that good. I'm glad to be an East Coast you know, represent with the East Coast on that one. Yeah. it's a really bad comeback. I'm from the mid-coast. The mid-coast. The coast of the Mississippi. <laughs> Earnings alert, which we usually don't get into, but satellite radio apparently losing a bunch of money despite subscriber gains. So we'll have to keep an eye on this, whether it's an actual problem or if it's just part of the ramp up. Well, see, I didn't know need. this was an entire satellite radio. I thought this was just, I read the article on XM. Mm-hmm. That was their director quit and they were having a lot of trouble because uh, Sirius getting Howard Stern right. and all that business. But I did not see this earnings report. Sirius so. also posted a fourth quarter net loss of $311.4 million or 23 cents a share compared with a loss of $261 million or 21 cents a share a year earlier. So a, a rising loss. That's that's a bad sign. I, yeah. I don't want to get into too much business analysis because I'm frankly not very good at it. But huh. uh, yeah, I have always been suspicious of satellite radio if people would really want to pay for it. But I have come over to it because I'm a huge baseball fan and they offer right. all the games. So I'm able to sit on the bus and listen to it. I do think that as Wi-Fi and wireless Internet improves, that the need for satellite radio will go away. So this could just be an early indicator of that. Although yeah. we're not there with wireless internet. It doesn't blanket. I can't surf the web while I'm on the bus or no. in the car. So, And not while I'm driving, of course, obviously. Uh, let's get to a... It's not really a voicemail. It was an MP3 sent to us by Philip, and it's a little bit of a cheese alert. But I should warn you that before I ever heard this MP3, I went home and looked up how to pronounce executable mm-hmm. or executable as uh, uh, Scott from Salt Lake City asked us to find out. And in the Oxford English Dictionary, (laughs) it says that the pronunciation is executable, but there is also an alternate pronunciation that is French, which is executable. And so here we go. Hey, Tom, Molly, and Veronica. This is Fab Philip J. calling you from the beautiful and warm Commonwealth of Massachusetts, where it is warmer than it is in San Francisco right now. But that is not why I'm calling. I am calling because I found this hidden microphone recording that might explain the reason why Tom had some problems pronouncing a word the other day. Hey, Tom, uh, having any problems with any of the words you need to use on the show today? Um, yeah, this one right here, I think, is giving me a problem. Hey, you. Yeah, you, buddy. Come here. Tell me how to pronounce this. Uh, it is, uh, executable. Uh, are you sure that's not 
executable? Yes, that, that is what I say. It is a executable. Okay, you're saying it's executable? Yes, yes. Wait, that, that, that is it. Uh, it. It's executable. Okay, I thought it was executable. But that is what I say. Executable. All right, executable it is. Hmm, a little funny, but who knows? I'll use it anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That it's pretty funny. It's pretty <laughs> cheesy, but it's pretty funny. Uh, that's a lot of work, Philip. I know he's a great guy. He's a great guy. I, I actually met him at MacWorld Boston. Oh yeah, okay. and that's where I discovered the Invisi Shields. This is not an encouragement, by the way, for people to go make skits. We will not be able to go through all of them and always play them. No, it was merely to shame me about my mispronunciation <laughs> that Veronica well wanted deserved. to play this. Well deserved. I'm just joking. Let's move on quickly to the email, shall and we? emails. Uh, Microsoft getting really generous, according to Kent. No. He wrote, Dear Buzz Out Loud crew, it's Kent from Arkansas, and yes, we have computers in Arkansas. That's I cool. have a very interesting Xbox 360 story for you. First of all, he was planning on upgrading his laptop to a new Intel Mac, but his parents decided to throw a wrench in his plans and get him an Xbox 360 for Christmas. Uh, soon after Christmas, his computer got stolen. He was forced to go ahead and oh, upgrade. No. But since he had the Xbox 360, he went with a Dell uh, Media Center laptop with TV tuner. He had no idea how great a Media Center DVR worked, but that's not important to the story. Anyway, back to the Xbox story. After a couple of weeks and having moved back to college, my Xbox's disk drive went bad. That's no good. So I had to send it in for service. They sent me the box, and I sent it back, and I have my new Xbox within three days. That's, that's fantastic. Really, really, really good turnaround. Yeah. Here comes the good part, though. A week later, my dad called and said that I had a package at home from some repair center. I told him to open it, and it was another Xbox 360. I know that you've been talking about how Microsoft was being uncommonly nice, but I had no idea that they were this generous. Hey, Ken, do you want to be real generous and uh, maybe make a donation to those of us who are Xbox 360 lists? No, no, no. What I'm just Ken joking. has probably already done is sent the Xbox 360 back, right, yeah. Ken? Yeah. As he should. Because that's what I would have done. Especially now that we've mentioned it on a podcast in front of thousands of people. <laughs> we know where you live. We know you're in Arkansas somewhere, and your name is Kent. I don't think they'll find you. You're fine. <laughs> Philip, uh, who played the MP3 earlier, also pointed out to us by email uh, when we were talking about how Apple can't sustain an 80% market share, he wanted to point out, hey... Microsoft has sustained a 90% market share in browsers for quite a while with Internet Explorer. Now, of Good course, point. that was a, a subject of a monopoly trial as well. Yeah. <laughs> and Firefox has been making great gains, but it is a good point. Uh, I still think it's a little bit of a different situation because you're talking about a hardware device. Right. Whereas the browser really is, you really didn't have a lot of viable choices. You had Opera, you had Netscape, uh, and now you have Firefox kind of supplanting Netscape. But uh, yeah, okay. It, it's still not as much competition as there is in the hard drive space, but a good point, nonetheless. Mm -hmm. And then a Dean from Novi Sad wrote to our ultimate boss, Shelby. Oh my gosh, uh, I can't believe Shelby this. Shelby uh, this is the CEO of CNET and was on the podcast uh, last week. He wrote to Shelby and said, Yesterday, Tom and Veronica played a voicemail that I left when I called in from Serbia via Skype out. I can honestly say that all the team here had huge smiles on their faces when they heard the podcast this morning during our daily morning listening. By the way, we all also enjoyed your podcast, meaning Shelby's, and hope to hear you on the show every once in a while with insights into the IT business world. And we will definitely have Shelby back. As I said in the voicemail played on the air, Hvala. And I, I was tutored on the forums how to pronounce this. You have or, to pronounce the H. Or if you're lazy, you can say Fala. Havala. 
They say if you're lazy, I'm really? pretty lazy. Yeah. Thank you for making these guys feel like a million bucks. All the best from Serbia, Dean. Well, thank you, Dean. Uh, we were really happy you to You made us it. feel like a million bucks. Yeah, more. For the really? nice things you said. I don't even know what a million bucks feels like. It's pretty close I think to this, it feels I feels pretty good. Yeah. If you want to keep abreast of the rest of the day's news, check out our sister site at news.com for updates throughout the day on what's happening in the tech world. And it is Friday. You know what that means? So drum roll, please. Time to give out our shirt of the week. It goes to Kevin S. Mac Hugger on the forums. Uh, and particularly, I mean, he is all over the forums, always answering questions, helping people. But the particular thing that kind of pushed him over the edge for me this week was calling Adobe uh-huh. to research and find out the answer to the switching question, whether if you had Adobe software, you could switch from Windows to Mac for free. Kevin found that answer. We talked about it on Wednesday, I mm-hmm. believe. So good on you, Kevin. T-shirt headed your way if you want it. Yeah, just uh, write to buzzitcnet.com. Send us your address and shirt size. Also, I should mention that uh, we will give away one a week and everybody will have a chance on it. And yes, it is a subjective decision, but you know we'll, we'll try our best and everybody will get a chance at it. So uh, we also still give away T-shirts when we go out and appear at places, but I don't know when the next time that'll be. But we'll keep you up to date on that. Anyway, give us a call, 1-800-616-CNET. Post in our forums, forums.cnet.com, or send us an email, buzz at cnet.com. I almost <laughs> said buzz at email.com. I have no idea why. My brain is just drifting off. It's Friday. You're it's time for the long weekend. And we should remind people that we will not have a podcast on Monday because here in the United States, it is President's Day. So we'll be off on Monday, but we will be I will back be sleeping. with a brand new podcast on Tuesday. And Molly will be with us and we'll all be happy Hooray! because that means like a third of less work for both of us. <laughs> <laughs> have a great weekend, everyone. Bye, folks. Tonight on CNET, a very special sweeps edition of Buzz Out Loud. With Molly gone, Veronica and Tom face tragedy alone. Oh my gosh. Is it? It's dead. What happens when disaster strikes and two podcasters are left alone on their lunch hour to face it? What are we going to do? I I, I can't hear you. Veronica! Tom! Death comes to Buzz Out Loud tonight, only on CNET. Oh, wait, I just had the volume down. Your mic's not